Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey. And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Good morning, Michelle. Good morning, Kyle. How are you? Good. Pretty good. We are... um, we're on the home stretch to um, a variety of winter holidays yes. uh, coming up, um, and um, preemptive happy holidays to everyone. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, some quick announcements. Uh, first, we want to thank our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It's their grant money to us that allows us to produce and uh, and bring you this show. So, uh, big shout out to them. And uh, mark your calendars, if you have not already, for the uh, the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street Procrastinators Holiday Market. Um, Michelle, we're going to be a little bit warmer this year than we were last year. That would be a good thing. Yes. Uh, if but we're still going to have warm drinks. Of course we're going to have right, warm good. drinks. Good, good, good. We're going to have drinks that warm you. Yes, that's what uh, I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, so if you remember last year, we were in uh, a big tent um, outside the uh, the Foreman Mills Shopping Center, um, kind of back behind Mount Calvary. And uh, despite our best efforts to bring in heaters, it was it was, it was a bit nippy. It was a bit nippy in there. But it was nice and very festive. It was. And it was our first time to do it. We had a great partnership with uh, MRP Realty to, to do that. Um, this year, we uh, we are taking advantage of the fact that they have some big, empty retail spaces in, in the mall before they start redeveloping it. Um, so this year, we're actually moving indoors to the old CVS location. You remember where that yeah. was back there? Um so uh, because we could save all that money on tents and everything, um, we're actually expanding it to three days. So it will start on Friday, December 16th. Um, and uh, Friday, December 16th, it will run from 5 to 9 p.m. And then on Saturday and Sunday, for uh, 12, December 17th and 18th, it will run from, uh, from noon to 6 p.m. It's free to attend. Um, there'll be, um, lots of, uh, local gift and food vendors. We'll have live entertainment. Santa will be there on Saturday. Um, we will have, um, as Michelle, as you alluded to, um, a winter beverage bar. Yes. My favorite spot in the joint. (laughs) (laughs) With with some adult selections available. And it will be conveniently located right next to Zeke's Coffee, which will be one of the vendors there. Um, so, you know, you could add a little something special to your exactly to your coffee and plenty of parking plenty of public transportation so lots of different options i'm absolutely. getting there absolutely absolutely um looks like it's going to be a, a a cold and brisk weekend that weekend according to the long-term weather forecast so uh save your last minute holiday shopping you can get a full list of our vendors uh on our website riamainstreet.org um so stop by uh check it out and uh, we will look forward to seeing you um, at the holiday market December 16th through the 18th. Thursday, uh, December 15th, is Councilmember McDuffie's Ward 5 Holiday Party. This is an annual um, holiday party that he hosts. This year, uh, it will run from uh, 6.30 to, I believe, 9.30 or 10. That um, about right. And it will be at, uh, at Union Market at Dock 5. 
which is an event space they have uh, around back behind Union Market. So um, be sure and stop by for that. It's always a good time. I know uh, several Ward 5 restaurants, including some of your favorite Rhode Island Avenue Main Street restaurants, will be providing some of the food for that event. So be sure and stop by. Um, and uh, Santa's mailbox has arrived on Rhode Island Avenue. Um, it, it's, Yay! It's, <laughs> I'm pretty excited about it. All right. It. it is very exciting, actually. Yes. Big thanks to... Um, Neighbor John Schittinger for actually building the the Santa's mailbox and for um, artists and craftsmen of D.C. Uh, located over um, back behind the Home Depot. I love that store. We've love had them store. on the show before. Yes. Yep. Uh, they donated the, uh, the art supplies to decorate it. So big shout out to them. Um, so check our social media, both Facebook and Twitter for the daily location of Santa's mailbox, um, at the end of next week, the daily location, the daily ah, location, it's a moving mailbox. Yes. Uh, each, uh, each day or two or three, we'll move it to a different business on Rhode Island Avenue. Um, so be sure and follow us on social media so that you can, uh, find out where it's going to be that day. Cause you know, Kids are already writing those letters. Um, if they've already written a letter, maybe they've got an addendum that they yes. need to, to yes. send. Uh, maybe some explanation yes. on the whole naughty or nice exactly. list. Exactly. Uh, that was me. Yep. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll make sure that that's available. And, um, and parents, if you need some more information about uh, the disposition of those letters, uh, feel free to give me a shout Kyle at riamainstreet.org. We'll, uh, we'll make sure that um, the letters reach their ultimate final destination for you. That's all I'll say about that. Okay. Christmas Sounds mystery good. and That's such. right. All right. And now we're joined by Philip from Good Food Market. Philip, good morning. How you doing? Good morning, Kyle Michelle. I'm doing great. How are y'all? We're doing fine. What's going on at the market, Philip? Oh. oh, well, you know, we're just getting ready for the holidays like everybody else. Um, we're featuring um, some, if uh, there's any uh, gingerbread makers out in the audience there, we're featuring um, a gingerbread contractor's corner. And if you visit our website at goodfoodmarkets.com, click on the banner link for sales and specials at the top of the page. You can find a great recipe to make uh, your own gingerbread house, um, if, uh, including gumdrops, or you could also use dried fruit if you wanted a little healthier option. Um, so we've got everything from powdered sugar to puff pastries, ginger, um, flour, cream cheese, all sorts of great um, holiday seasonal dessert specials going on this week. Um, and I'm also excited to announce that it is wild turmeric season. So we've got uh, wild turmeric root um, fresh and in season uh, in the store now. Um, and uh, you can also find some recipes for how to use that on our website. Um, it's great for all sorts of things, and it has a wide variety of health benefits. And it's only available for about a month or so every year um, in its fresh form. Um, so uh, definitely stop by and grab that if you're in the neighborhood. Sounds amazing. Yeah, and um, we're, uh, we're looking forward um, to some exciting new things in the prepared case next year. Um, we're going to be embarking on a partnership with Union Kitchen um, to create our own special line of uh, good foods, buy good food. Um, and uh, so we'll be updating on that as more details are available. Oh, I can't wait to hear more about that. Yeah, you said next year, and I thought, God, that's a long yeah. way away. It's not. It's not a long <laughs> way away. Wow. Yeah, very good. I'm looking really forward exciting. to hearing about that. 
Definitely. And in the meantime, um, we are doing a holiday food drive uh, in partnership with Martha's Table. So stop by the store. You can um, donate any non-perishable food item. Um, and we'll be passing those along uh, just before Christmas to Martha's Table. Uh, if you're not familiar with them, they're a fantastic organization um, that works with women and families um, who are experiencing homelessness and, and other challenges. Um, make sure they have a warm place to stay and hot food on the table. So come by and see us, 2006 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast at 20th Street. Um, give us a call if you have any questions, 202 248-8494 or visit us on the web goodfoodmarkets.com or at goodfooddc on Twitter. Sounds great, Philip. Thank you so much. Hey, thank you all. Talk to you soon. Take care. Bye now. Bye-bye. All right. Um, so let's get into this. Uh, today we are joined by uh, Derek Colbert uh, from the Department of Small and Local Business Development. How you doing today, Derek? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing this morning? Pretty good. Pretty good. Welcome to the show. Thanks uh, for having me. So, Derek, uh, you are here joining us today to talk about uh, access to capital for small businesses. Correct. And not only access to capital, but also to um, explain the services, the services that DSLBD offers to your audience as well. Because, you know, then at DSLBD, we offer an array of business um, development services down there, everything from our from our Center to Entrepreneurship Education Development Program, where we actually work with small businesses here in the city to help them grow with their capacity to our access to capital programs. We, are, we have partnerships with the local CDFIs. CDFIs are the Community Development Financial Institutions. And we work with LEDC, that's a Latin, Latin Latino Economic Development Council, um, WACOF, and also City First Bank as well around to um, working with small businesses here in the city to help them get the capital to, the capital that they need so they can grow, you know, because a lot of times what I hear um, from small businesses here in the city that they don't have the capital um, so they can help um, with contractor financing to inventory financing and them kind of things like that. So it's my job down at DSLBD to actually work with the entrepreneur or the small businesses to help them identify the resources that they need so they can grow their business um, so they can thrive here in the city as well. Are these uh, businesses existing businesses or can it be someone that's just starting out? It can be both. It can be existing businesses and also the entrepreneurs um, and the startups as well that, that come to me and tell me that they have a great idea, but they have a hard time identifying the capital that they need to get they actually their business venture off the ground. And what's actually, uh, how do you all define a small business? Small businesses, um, we, we go by the standard of the SBA, but also with our CBE program, you have to be, in order for you to be eligible for the CBE program, you have to have a million dollars. Um, you, you cannot have more than a million dollars of your personal um, net worth. So that's how we define small businesses here. But the, actually our, um, our C program really focus on the micro entrepreneurs and the micro businesses. And what I mean by that is anyone that have $250,000 or and below that really needs to access the capital. Because if you, if, if your income is more than 250,000, then you probably have some pretty good financial shape to kind of finance your business on your own. So you used a couple of acronyms in there, uh, CBE, um, certified business enterprise. And we've, we've talked about this on the show before certified business <clears throat> enterprises, uh, a business that's uh, been proven to, to operate here in the District of Columbia mm-hmm. and uh, it, uh, getting completely CBE certified through the, the Department of Small and Local Business Development. 
allows you uh, access to grant, uh, not grants, but contracts with the government. Yeah, it allows you access, but also it allows you the access so you to can um, so you can compete in a fair market. You know, because a lot of times um, the CBE program give you preference points if you are a resident-owned business, if you are a locally-owned business, if you are a um, disadvantaged business here in the city as well. They give you the preference points so you actually can compete on some of the go- on some of the government contracts that set aside for the CBE program as well. But also this year we just released our green book as well, um, the second version of our green book. And the green book really helps the small business community to identify all the contract opportunities here in the city because a lot of times what I hear from a small business um, that's thinking about starting a business here in the city, the first thing they go to is construction. And this, the, the D.C. government spends a lot of money outside of construction because the construction budget is only a small portion of exactly the procurement opportunities here in the city. So our green book, actually you can go online and get that at cbeconnect.dc.gov. And if you go to that website, you can download the green book, and it lists all the opportunities um, for, from all the 88 agencies that the city has that D, the DSLBD monitors on a monthly basis to make sure that they are actually spending the dollars. Because let me back up for a second as well, because I don't know if you know this, but every D.C. government agency has the responsibility of spending 50% of their expendable budget with CBEs here in the city. So DSLBD is truly monitoring our process to make sure that we are um, that each agency are meeting that CBE goes. And this past year, um, the mayor just had a press conference last week that she announced that the, the DC government spent five hundred and seventy-four million dollars here with, um, with, with the CBEs here in the city. So that's a great um, that's, that's great for the for the CBE community here in DC. So you're saying they're obligated to spend up to fifty percent. Yes, yes, up to fifty percent of their expendable budget, because the way that they, the way that it work, um, once they, once they, uh, factor in all the salaries and uh, sub, uh, subtract all the salaries and the overhead and things like that, then the remaining money have to be spent with the CBE community and also the SBE community as well. So, if let's say, take for example, if say if the Department of, um, let's take my my agency for example. DSLBD, say we need someone that can come in and do some signage for us. Then we have to identify a CBE firm that can come in and do the signage. Say if we want to f- identify a CBE firm that can uh, provide pencils and pens and, and toilet paper, you know, they have to, we have to spend that money with a local um, organization here in the city that, 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 feels, that falls under the CBE program. That's great. That's guaranteed, uh, potentially. Yeah, so, so is it um, they spend... They must spend up to 50% or at minimum 50%? At minimum 50%. Okay. So did we make that goal as, as the yes, city? Yes, we did. Yeah. Actually, we exceeded that goal by, uh, I believe, 25% this oh, year. Fantastic. Fantastic. So you have to be, if you're a business, you have to be in the CBE program to uh, to qualify. Yes, for government contracts, yes. Okay. Yes. And, and that, that extrapolates down to two government contractors um for instance our main street program because we have a, a grant with with the department of small and local business development as our as a main street grant um we have to spend um i don't don't make me quote the exact number right now but the majority of our funds have to be spent spent with um cbe's 
Um, and if I may, Cal, um, the first time I met you, you and I had a conversation about how we can actually bring DSLBD more out into the community. So I'm willing to come out and um, host workshops here on Rhode Island Avenue um, as well that we can actually bring the Access to Capital program into the community. Um, we also can host workshops around anything that you feel like the small business community here needs as relates to the Rhode Island Main Streets, whatever you might, may deem necessary, then I definitely can work with you around bringing out some workshops for the small business here. It's don't, they don't have to be storefronts, but they can be here again. They can be an entrepreneur that has a great idea that just want to actually get, get it off the ground, but they don't know how to. It could be someone that's in a, the startup phases of their venture that they really need to understand how to actually grow their capacity so they can truly compete in this marketplace. Any workshops around that, I'm willing to kind of work with you guys around bringing that out here to the Rhode Island Main Streets as well. Well, let me tell you, uh, I remember that conversation, and I have taken it to heart. And uh, what what I will just tell you right now is that we were, yeah, we were actually uh, meeting uh, meeting with my team yesterday about uh, about our upcoming workshops, and uh, we're we're targeting a, a late January workshop for um, uh, financial and, and legal resources for small businesses. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna follow up with you to make sure you're out for that. Okay, uh, sounds great. So uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned, business owners, for more details on that. Not only business owners, but future future business business owners. owners. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and if I may, I just want to um, I just want to put a shameless plug in for um, one of our entrepreneurship programs that we have down there for the, for the return of citizens population. It's called the Aspire Entrepreneurship Training Program. And that's for a return of citizens. We work closely with DOES, Project Empowerment, and also CSOSA as well. And um, I just want to sit right here and say that we just completed our, our first cohort around with this program. And we graduated 18 successful entrepreneurs. Um, we took them down to DCRA on yesterday so they can actually get their business license and they get their um, corporations registered and them kind of things like that. So them are the kind of programs that I work with closely down at DSLBD to make sure we are truly growing the small business community here in, in, in the city as well and making sure that every resident here in the city has a pathway to the middle class, as the mayor always touts. So I just wanted to kind of put a shameless plug with that right there as well because, you know, a lot of times when you have the um, return of citizens coming home, they're always trying to seek employment, and, seek, and sometimes it's, it's difficult for them to actually get employment. So we took, we kind of um, sat down and had a brainstorming session and said, well, won't we just teach entrepreneurship to return to citizens so that way they can actually own their own businesses, grow their own businesses, and hire some folks um, that's returning as well, but also some people within their community as well so they can actually help us to, to um, develop the community in a more prosperous way. So we just graduated 18 um, successful entrepreneurs out of the program on yesterday. That is fantastic. Great. And we've talked to some of them before, haven't mm -hmm. we, about mm -hmm. some of these things. So how long, you, you mentioned the program, how long is the, the program, is it? It was, it was a year-long program. Okay, that's yes. terrific. Yeah, we, um, there's there's no shame shame in that. Yeah, that's, that's definitely that's a not fantastic a plug. Because yeah. um, it's important. Sure it is. We we uh, we want to make sure that everybody in the district has the same access to opportunities um, to su survive and thrive as a as a business. Um, so that's fantastic news. So uh, when a when a new when an entrepreneur with a business idea comes to you and says, "I got this idea," um, what do you look at for them? 
I look at the um, first. I just I hear them out. I look. I listen to the ideas. I look for um, a solid business plan. Um, the, as it relates to the market niche, your marketing plan, understanding exactly how you're going to truly, excuse me, how you're truly going to um, grow your business. So if you come to me with just with an idea and saying, well, I want to start an IT firm, have you really researched that market here in the city to make to make sure that your product or your services is something that's truly needed, that it, that you that it, and you have a strong customer base for that? Because a lot of times, you know, um, entrepreneurs they they come up with a, a whole bunch of great ideas and they spend a lot of. Uh, a lot of money getting the, the venture off the ground. Then in the next six months, they have to close their doors because they have have not thoroughly done a market analysis and things like that. So I'll sit down with them and make sure they do a strong market analysis, understanding the market niche, making sure they have a strong marketing and business plan, and understanding exactly what it's going to take for you to become bankable. Because a lot of times, um, an entrepreneur having a mind that, okay, well, if I have a, a – if I have a bad credit score, then it's nothing that I can do to kind of get me a loan. But I work with them to understand that, okay, if you increase your credit score and you, and if you have some kind of, um, if you have, if you have some kind of inventory or some kind of, um, capital that you can actually bring to the table, have some skin in the game. That's what I'm trying to say. If you have some skin in the game, then a lot of these CDF, CDFIs that we work with here in the city, We'll give you a micro loan anywhere from fifty thousand to a hundred thousand dollars to kind of help you establish your business. Yeah, yeah. What's a CDFI? A CDFI is a community development financial institution. They um, they operate um, different from your non traditional banks because they they are easier to work with as it relates to the micro entrepreneurs and the micro businesses here in the city. So they so they really don't take you through the whole tedious process that a bank might take you through to get a loan, but they sit down with you to make sure that you have some kind of assets and, and make sure that your business plan is solid and them kind of things like that. And a lot of times they get um, the funding from federal government or, or local government for these kind of um, loan programs. So that's why we work closely with them at DSLBD. We have a, a, a great uh, CDFI here on Rhode Island Avenue Main Street, um, the Washington Area Community Investment oh, Fund. Oh, yes. Wake yes. Wake okay. Um, great partner. They're a great partner. Um, we uh, we work with them on a lot of projects. Uh, they have a lot of great workshops for uh, startup businesses mm-hmm. on you know everything from you know how to write a business plan to to um, well how to how to grow your business into the next stage. Mm-hmm. So lots of opportunities there. And, and I'm, you know, what, what happens if, if they come in without a strong business plan uh, or, or they've got missing pieces? Or you, you feel like they've got missing pieces beyond, beyond say, the proverbial skin in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, what resources are available to them through DSLBD to, to get those, those blank spots filled? Well, I started off with mentioning um, our training programs that we have there and our training courses. So if they're missing some of them kind of things, then I work closely with um, a lot of for-profit companies here and also some universities here in the city as well that offer free training courses to our uh, to our client base. You know, so we work with them, and if they miss if they are missing any key elements as it relates to helping them grow their business, then I refer them to one of our upcoming business courses so they can actually. Uh, part- participate so they can understand exactly what it's going to take for them to build up their capacity so they can compete and win here in the city. Is there a fee associated with these training classes? No, all our all our training classes are free for for DC residents. Oh wow, 
So there's no reason not to take advantage of these things. No reason whatsoever. Uh, And, you know, we we refer folks over to those workshops on a a regular basis. We we are um, we are lucky to have uh, lots of interest in in Rhode Island Avenue Main Street right now. We've got folks um, coming by to, you know, look at retail spaces to, to put their their dream business in. And, you know, one of the first things we do is talk to them about, you know, their business background, mm-hmm. what they got going on, what they need in the way of financing. And mm-hmm. and so many times um, we we feel like we need to just take take folks by the hand and say, look, I'm sure you have a wonderful meatloaf recipe, but <laughs> we need to get your business plan in order here. Mm-hmm. Or you, you know, you're not going to be in business. And as you mentioned earlier, six months. So. Mm-hmm. So let's get the the details worked out before you sign any kind of lease. Uh, it sounds also like um, some of these training classes are available even if they're not ready, if they know they're not ready to um, get any money or, or help from uh, DSLBD that they could sign up for the training. Yes, that's correct. That's correct because we all they don't have to be in business. They can be thinking about starting a business, but we want to make sure that um, if you're thinking about starting a business here in the city, that you truly understand what it's going to take for you to compete and win in this in, the, in this business environment that we have here in the city as well. And a lot of times we get um, folks that are thinking about starting a business that come into our training class and say, well, I'm glad that I took this because now I know exactly what it's going to take for me to actually launch my business to be successful as well. So, yes. That's great. Critical information. Uh, so if, uh, if folks want to find out more, about these workshops and these programs, how are they going to go about doing that? They can get in contact with me directly, and I will leave my email. My email, I will spell it out, is Derek Colbert, that's D-E-R-R-I-C-K dot C-O-L-B-E-R-T, the number two, at dc.gov. I will say that one more time. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K dot C-O-L-B-E-R-T, the number two, at dc.gov. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, is there a, the website is uh, dslbd.dc.gov. Correct. That's dslbd.dc.gov. Uh, you can uh, look under our programs, um, build capacity as well. Uh, and I guess the training classes would be on the website. Yes, we list all our training classes on the website as well. Yes. Yeah. And if there's no, if it, if you cannot um, find any training classes that you might be interested in on the website, then email me directly, and I definitely will send you out some additional information. Yep. You can click on uh, build capacity, and there's a link to find trainings and workshops. Mm-hmm. Easy peasy. All right. Um, so, are there any? Let's see if there's workshops coming up. Hang on just a second. That's the wonderful, wonderful thing about the internet here. Uh, it looks like you can uh, register for the Center for Entrepreneurial Education and Development. That's C-E-E-D is the acronym on that. And register for upcoming classes. Perfect. Oh, great. Perfect. All right. Well, Derek, thank you so much for stopping by. We'll, uh, we'll be following up with you very shortly about some January work. And um, appreciate the information. Thank you for having me. Happy holidays to you guys here. Yes. Thanks for having me. Thank Thank you. you. All right. Well, that wraps up another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, Just another reminder, the uh, Procrastinators Holiday Market, December 16th, 17th, and 18th. The official address is, I believe, 680 Rhode Island Avenue. Visit riamainstreet.org for more information. See you all later. Bye-bye.